Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time and it's a densely peopled Stop Hammer Time here. There is so little to talk about in this ignominious trickle of a season uh, or a half a season that I thought maybe flinging more people at the problem might cause, a, might cause us to solve it. And so uh, we're, we're four-handed, aren't we, Jim? Jim, glad with me. We are, yeah. Jim, hello, Jim. Good evening. Is everything all right? Evening, yes, fine. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, joining us, original Stop Hammer Time member, it's Pete Ward. He's Good afternoon. Pete. And uh, one of our favourite guests, he is author of An Irrational Hatred of Luton, West Ham Till I Die, and The Legacy of Barry Green. Uh... Which I have said right, because uh, it's Gary. Because it's a pun. Yes, it's easy it's to spoonerism. It's easy to unspoonerism. So in my head, yes. I despoonerize it sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. Rob Banks is with us. Good evening. Uh, uh, so what an excellent group of people! I could not have asked for a better group of people to talk about something that there's so <laughs> there's little, so little scope to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about... Well, in the pub be... before, we were talking about various injuries we'd had. So yes, that's right, yes. That was very yeah, we, we, we were... I'm carrying one at the moment. I'm afraid I won't be able to play for uh, the rest of the well, last couple of weeks. Pete's had a fall. You had a fall. Fell off my bike. Fell off his bike. Yeah, grazed um, my arm, uh, my palms and my knee. Mm, mm. Yeah. That's, uh, that could keep you out of uh, whatever game you're yeah. in for... I hope for, to be back for, for pre-season. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be great. Pre-season cycling and yeah. um, and just being yourself. Yeah. Pete has a Pete. You are yourself on a kind of season basis, aren't you? There's a pre-season where you rebuild and uh, yeah. over the summer. Yeah, I drink beetroot shoots. Yeah, shots, yeah. and uh, I so slowly work my way up to a frenzy. Uh, in time August. for August, when yeah. when when yeah. the Pete the being Pete Ward yeah, season. I peak, I peak of, in August. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then then I'm injured again. 
There's a lot of talk, do I especially like? from Germany, uh, to putting you into cryogenic suspension over Christmas. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you should have a Christmas break. Uh, I went to uh, I went to the event you you organised, which the last time you were on, which was four weeks ago, uh, we were talking about, which is QI Live. QA is, Live. QA Live. QI is. Uh, QI. We're breaching copyright. Yeah. QI. Please don't mention that. QA. Again. Question and answer is uh, that's yeah. how you remember it. Yeah. Uh, QA Live, which was with John Lydon at the Hunter Club. It was, and it was really good fun, wasn't it? Was it was a roaring success. It was packed out, really good. He was on good form. He was on great form. He was on yeah, very it was great. Form. And you can see you can see the interview now if you go to qalive.co.uk forward slash watch. Yeah, enjoy that's it yourself. Very good. Don't go to QI Live. No, that doesn't exist. That's just that's just webcam footage of yeah. Stephen Fry in a library. <laughs> filmed in real time, I believe. Yeah. So, um, before we start, we should mention, uh, this might be the last at one of these we do this season, but we will do our live end-of-season podcast. Ah. Now, uh, Jim, you're excited about this. Because, I'm uh, incredibly excited about it. We yeah. have, we've had quite a lot of the boys of 86 uh, on the podcast before, yes. haven't we? we George Paris, Wardy. Wardy. McAvenny Cotty. Mm. Uh, then outside the boys of '86, we we've had Julian Dix, haven't we? And, yes, uh, Martin. Martin, and Allen. Martin Allen, of mm. course. Uh, but now we have uh, one of the key boys of '86. It's of course best West Ham goalkeeper ever. I think that's probably safe oh, to say. Yes. Do you think that's safe to say? Yeah, I think so. I think we have sort of safe. I mean, ground. if he were had, if he hadn't been unlucky enough to be born in the, the sort of same generation as Clements and Shilton, he would have been. He would have been. It is, of course, Sasa Illich. He's coming on the podcast. Well, maybe Jim Standen, for those older gentlemen in our audience. I never saw him He's a very good goalkeeper. I was thinking about this earlier. Can I just round this up and say it is Phil Parks? It is Phil Parks. It's Phil Parks. If you ask anyone who the greatest West Ham goalkeeper is, even those who probably don't remember Phil Parks will say Phil Parks. Will say Phil Parks because, yeah. Because of, don't forget, he played in... Um, the, F, the last t- team that won the FA Cup. Yes. The record-breaking promotion season the following year. Yes. And the boys of 86. And there's only five players that did that. Yes. So can, I, can I just ask a question of our two archivists this evening? Was Phil Parks pre-gloves goalkeeper or post-gloves goalkeeper? Uh, he would have worn gloves by the time he came to us, I think. But right. he certainly... He probably spanned that us, era. Yeah. Right. yeah. He could span that era with his hands. Yeah. Uh, he had huge... Like, well, huge, he had huge, huge hands. hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was yeah. a man-mountain, wasn't he? He was yeah. a colossus, yeah. really. And he was a big character. He a was great a very, character. very yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. a man who clearly enjoyed playing football uh, very yeah. much. Yeah, um, yeah. He was but a... I mean, you know, uh, Rob, you put some of those uh, wonderful. You put these wonderful clips of, um, of West Ham um, uh, exploits of the past on uh, Facebook on the Facebook group, and you put a great little selection of. Uh, of Phil Park. It's not easy to find so, clips no, of goalkeepers. No, 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 actually, no, no. Because yeah. obviously, yeah, saves yeah. are not really. But, I mean, some of those saves are stupendous. Yeah. Aren't yeah. There's a double save that is just yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. miraculous. Very it's agile in the same for a bracket as that, yeah. you know, very famous Jim Montgomery one in the in the um, FA Cup final in '73. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And he advertised Cossack Cossack hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Hairspray. hairspray. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that's right. Anyone hairspray, ever use it? Phil, when uh, you had hair? When I had hair, no, I never really, I was I never really used hair products. No, I didn't, I never really. Maybe I should I have done, hair spray. I still have some. I still use a bit of a gel. Bit of gel, bit of gel. But hairspray, no. Uh, so this, uh, the, our live podcast is at the Albany, uh, which is a pub um, opposite Great Portland Street Tube, um, right next to it. Uh, 
and it's on Thursday the 28th, which is uh, like a couple of weeks' time, I think. So uh, you should all come. Yeah, uh, definitely. Details are on the Facebook group, but also, very simply, tickets are at live.westhampodcast.com. Live.westhampodcast.com. Nothing could be simpler. Nothing could be Brilliant. simpler. Uh, so uh, do come along. Uh, meet Phil Parks. Uh, it'll be an excellent podcast. And uh, Jim, you're, you've begun drinking for it now. Uh, I'm, yeah, working my way up. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. It's going to be great. I mean, Rob Banks will set a quiz, I'm sure. Rob, are you, are you started sitting? thinking about questions excellent. for the quiz. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. It's fiendishly hard quiz, um, which, uh, which I've always performed very badly in. I think I've performed not always, well in no, one of them. No, not I did, always. Uh, you didn't hand your paper we in did one, one very one. well yeah. one year when we forgot to hand our paper in. Yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, compete in teams? Is it team-based? Yeah, team well, well, last yeah. time I did it on an so. uh, individual sheet, yes. and uh, you could just fill it in and hand it in when you were ready. Yeah, yeah. I might do that again, because it's easy. I think yeah. I did quite well in it when it was in that sort of basement pub in the Barbican. Oh, but you, you said that yeah. one, Jim. Oh, yeah. Oh, I said that one. one. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I oh, probably yeah. didn't have my answer sheet into that I was sitting next to you, and you had the answers there. That's oh, that, I didn't that, that, there you are. So, we've got uh, two games to talk about, because uh, we, we haven't seen you for uh, a little while. They are uh, the Burnley narrow victory, mm. and the Aston Villa narrow loss. Yes. What do we, um, should we talk about the Burnley game first? Well, yes. I mean, well, I mean, the Burnley... Uh, the There's Burnley... not much to split them, mm. <laughs> well, or, or, in, or indeed any game since Christmas, really. Although yeah. you know, we the, the the second half in particular against Burnley, we did completely dominate. It's just you know, it just wasn't particularly enthralling stuff, particularly in the first half. But mm. We had a lot of chances, didn't we? Two hundred seventy-five chances, I think. It's mm-hmm. apparently the most shots on goal of any of any team in a second half throughout the whole season. Who, uh, who I kind of didn't notice statistic. a lot of them then. No, I didn't. It didn't no. feel yeah. like no, that. No, no, a lot it? of them were like at point blank range against six defenders' legs. Yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. stupid pot yeah. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but of course, you know, once again, they went down to ten men. And as as we know uh, from Sam's, uh, you know, pre previous uh, assertions, it it's is much more difficult to play against it's ten men. To play it was against a mysterious yeah, sending yeah. off. Because I didn't it was totally yes. I, well, I was it's, well, it's been rescinded. Run. Did it get out of well, it didn't rescind yeah, it. Yeah, I was in the yeah, chicken run, yeah. and it was only when I checked the scores about 33 minutes in, I saw a red card against a Burnley player, and fig- we all figured out that a player had been sent off. Yeah. It was very um, low key, and it didn't seem to make any difference, of course. Well, it didn't make any sense. I no, it didn't make any no. sense. It, it, was, it was a penalty, wasn't it? Um, I think it was a penalty. It was a tricksy change of direction from Kuyati, yeah, but actually. And he sort of it wasn't one of those kind of, you know, trying for penalty changes of direction. I think he went, oh, if I do this, I'll have a better chance of scoring. So he uh, changed direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were yeah, three, yeah. Other, three bit, other players a good bit of between skill. and the goal, weren't there? There yeah, was yeah. a good bit of skill. There was contact. Yeah. He made a bit of a meal of falling over, but he had every right yeah. to do that, I suspect. I think he was tripped. And it was a penalty. Was yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was enough. It wasn't a lot. Was the Downing one, though? There was one in the second half, wasn't there, where uh, I think Downing was booked, actually, for diving. Was yes, it? that was yes. the other end from us, wasn't it? Yeah. So we couldn't really tell. No. Unfortunately, um, he made a horrible meal of that, and it was a penalty. But I think he was. He, I think he was, he was a penalty. Yeah, and I think he just threw himself yeah. in, a, in a sort of swan dive, yeah. which made it look like a, he was failing. Well, the swan dive that has been his yeah. the second half of his season. I mean, mm. he's been abject, really, hasn't he? But we, um, you know, our tenth place finish. Actually, I mean, we we sort of performed okay in that second half of the season, but it did sort of feel that we drifted towards the end of the season. Um, and 
You're talking about the season before last? Yes, yeah, 10th yeah, place finish. And, and uh, this season, very much like that. It feels like we're like... It feels like we're like one of those... It feels like we're like the Green Party in an election, in the, where we participate, we're on the rostrum when the scores are announced. We're, we're there, we take part in the game, we're never sort of turned over, but it feels like it's a kind of... What I can't it's a understand training that. game for the other team. We went away to QPR, which we have talked about on a previous yeah, podcast, yeah, but yeah. we sort of participated in that game, and that's what feels happens. We're now getting the away performances that we had two years ago, aren't we? Yeah, those those yeah. vanilla yes, two nil away defeats. Well, it's the it's the lack of enterprise and ambition, isn't it? At mm. a point where I mean, you're going. I, I had the same complaints about Kerbishley. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, um, we all did, yeah. I remember sort of, you know, uh, dragging the then sulky team up to Bolton. Uh, you know, and and there, there, there we we played four five one uh, with sort of Dean Ashton on his own up front, and you just waited for the inevitable defeat. Really, we never looked like even trying to score. Yeah, sort of a narrow goal. loss. And yet they were threatened with relegation, like Villa were. Yeah. Uh, like uh, on Saturday. And uh, we were safe and had nothing to play for. So why wouldn't you go and try and entertain your away yes. fans no, who've gone right. all that way and spent money to try and follow? Yeah. Why wouldn't you try and play yes. enterprising football? I can, I can accept cautious pragmatism. I can accept a defensive approach when you're playing a much better team than you yeah. and you need points Agreed. to survive in the league. Yes. What I can't accept is the same mindset being applied to that sort of game on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, totally it's infuriating. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. infuriating, isn't it? And this, uh, and this, the, this approach that, that we're seeing now, yeah. that we saw two years ago, and that we saw for much of last season as well, is what I think has turned a lot of people who were not necessarily advocates of Allardyce, but were quite happy to give him the benefit of the doubt for the time yeah. being, at least to the end of the season. It's turned them against him now because... Mm. He's got an opportunity, or he's had an opportunity, he's gone now, he's only got two games left. Yeah. Yeah. He had an opportunity to, to do something, experiment, yep. go it's for it. It's very strange, you just play, don't... Play Poye, uh, maybe yeah. play with two strikers, play Nene, um, and uh, really go for it. And, and if we lose well, the games, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We've looked way. a more enterprising unit when Nene has been on the pitch yeah, in the last couple of yeah. games. And, and you know, so why wouldn't, why wouldn't you give him a go? What, mm. Just... Mental. No, it's it's, it's weird, isn't it? And and it's back to that. You know, um, four five one is the best system. That's the only system I like to play. So I will play my eager up front on his own as if he's Andy Carroll. And now the same is happening with Valencia. It's very weird. I mean. Is that, is that sort of, and then afterwards say, oh, well, we just didn't take our chances. No, we didn't create it. In the no. first half, we didn't create a single chance. No, that's right. A single goal attempt in the first half. It's, it's incredibly Against weird. Against a team nervous and, 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 and edgy and struggling for, for form. And Nolan was shocking. shocking. Absolutely shocking. He failed to track um, cleverly for the goal, didn't he? Just let him yeah. wander mm-hmm. into the, you know, he, was, he, he half-tracked him and then stopped for some bizarre But there's a very churlish digging in now that you kind of think you must know what you sound like when you say this because there's there's a sort of on the West Ham website about the last two games, it talks about the Everton game and in a sentence that's really only about four lines long he says clean sheet twice about what must happen next Saturday and it's just, for a man so obsessed with statistics it's, it's as I... As I harangued last uh, time we did this podcast 
it's the amount of goals you see. It's the goals you score. We're actually doing fine for goals against and clean sheets. That's fine. We're just not scoring at the other end and not enough thought or attention is going into how to, how to put the ball in the other team's net. We've scored from open play. We've scored one in the last four, I think, haven't we? Is that right? We've certainly scored five goals in our last ten games. Yeah, from five goals play. in our last ten games. No, it's just so goals. Small. Just goals. Yeah. We've scored, in the last four, I think we scored one from open, you know, we, we, we haven't scored. We've scored one goal and that was a pen. So. And that, that precious one and only positive goal difference possibility, that, that, that's going to go, isn't it? Yeah. We're Is not going to yeah, yeah, a positive goal. Yeah. That would be a tragedy because it would be great to finish one season out of 23 with a positive goal difference. Yeah. And, and he... And well, it looked like it was going to be this season very comfortably, didn't it? I yeah. think in that four-line sentence, I think he sort of says the quite erroneous uh, thing, if we don't get a clean sheet, we won't win. And you know, our really good run... You can win a game 2-1 yeah, or 3-2. The really good run with... Mm. Sacco and Valencia, we got scored against every single game, but we just scored more than the other team. Mm. That's how football is well, played. Yeah, yeah. And it just feels like he's now just saying things that don't make sense anymore. I mean, it's just... like, uh, that first half was depressing beyond measure. They just went out and waited to concede, didn't they? It was awful. And, and I mean, I thought the QPR game just making no attempt to go for the jugular. You, you're allowed three substitutes in a football match and he only used one of them and left attacking players on the bench uh, in order to just and have it be... And they were rocking, weren't they? We, be, we, we yeah. were hitting them on the break. Yeah. You know, the, the, the full-backs, they, they weren't coping very well with the, yeah. with the uh, full-backs, uh, like the QPR game, that is. Um, and, you know, yeah, a little bit of extra oomph. Well, you can, you're just allowed to use three substitutes and he's kind of complaining about Sacco's injury and, mm. and sort of lack of depth in the squad and Carroll's injury. He has attacking players and doesn't play them. Extraordinary. I thought that was extraordinary. Well, it's Absolutely the kind of story of his entire tenure though, isn't it? And I think, I think possibly it is coming to an end. Um, here's what he thinks, because uh, as, as, as you know, as a season ticket holder, you, you get... Uh, Emails from from yeah. uh, from certain personalities, mm. and it is from him this time because um, we've had some other ones. But uh, <clears throat> I'll try and I'll try and do it justice. Uh, this arrived in my inbox this morning. Um, uh, Hello, Philip. Sam Allardyce here. There's been a lot of talk about Nigel Pearson for manager of the season, and oh, I'm all for it. You should remember that everything he learnt he got from me. Being mad is just one of the tools in the management toolkit. Believe it or not, when Nigel wrestled an opposing team's player to the ground during a game, he had learnt all those moves from me. Once you've leapt out of the dugout and attacked an opposition player during the 90 minutes, the remainder of the opposition are wondering, is he going to suddenly attack me? It's a subtle psychological <laughs> trick used by everyone from Craig Bellamy to O.J. Simpson. This is all simple stuff for me. At Blackburn, I would conduct training sessions naked and smeared in my own feces just to keep them on their toes. At Newcastle, to keep the players thinking, I called them all Dave. A trick I learnt from the sitcom, Dad's Army. The only explanation was David Rosenhall, who's already called Dave, and who, consequently, I never even spoke to or looked at. A technique I now use to motivate Nene. <laughs> During his time at Newcastle, I made, him, I made Nigel Pearson shadow my every move, often coming home with me and 
roommate sleeping in the same bed as me. I made him imitate my walk and I put him on a high-carbs diet. I wanted him to get that manager-of-the-month demeanour into what we call muscle memory and what other people don't call anything because they don't know what it is. Of the three of us, (laughs) Nigel, Jose Mourinho and me, I realise I'm probably the outsider for manager of the year. It takes more than two Manager of the Month awards in the same calendar year these days, but the award would give me the boost I need if City come calling when they get rid of that Pellerini bloke from Terror Hawks. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows where my journey will take me, but I've enjoyed my time at West Ham and I wish them the best of luck with the last two games. Come on, you irons. Excellent. So that's what Sam's... Did you notice in his interview after the Villa game, He's obviously gone back home to the Birmingham area and suddenly he talks with a really broad Birmingham accent. Right, like, right. Not, really? I didn't notice yeah, that. Really, yeah, really, really strong. And he does look, he looks like he's had enough. He looked tired. He looked, he's looking... Yeah, strange. yeah. You sense that he's already had the kind of work. Yeah, I think so. Just the Nothing, I've got nothing to say. Any other, any other club with a manager who... Um, had a season like this season, I know there's something great, would, would, wouldn't would be on this situation of having to drift towards the end of the season without having a contract renewed yeah. or something. You, so I think, it, yeah. I think it's pretty much a done deal now. And you sense the players have just picked up on that, yeah. don't you? That they're, yeah. they're just yeah. going through the yeah. motions. He's not, you know, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any point. We're in a kind of existential limbo. They're yeah. all paying lip yeah. service, aren't they, and saying, oh, we, we want to play for him, we hope he stays, but I, I'm yeah. not sure yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Mm. No, no. Yeah. It's, uh, it's T.S. Eliot's Wasteland. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, read it. I, I think it's... Um, <laughs> I think it's Xanadu by, by Coleridge. <laughs> Is that, is that who that's it's by? not that. No, no. Right. It's not Zanadu. Is that who by, that's by? Uh, uh, well, you're thinking of Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan. By Coleridge. I think it's that. It's not Zanadu. Really? It's not. No, no, that's not. It's all lovely and wonderful. Oh, right. Yeah. That's that's the first half of the season. It's turn, it's, we were Xanadu in the first half of the season. Mm. You know, the now stately pleasure dome. But 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 now we're the wasteland. <laughs> don't trample Rob's excellent pun. Jim. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just oh, make an excellent. Pun. I'm sorry, I don't. That's what we should call the podcast. Let's call it Xana Don't. <laughs> Let's call it that. So Rob's come up with the title. So point for Rob. Yeah. Excellent. You two slackers, no points so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, so it does. It does seem like we're we're limping to a kind of a conclusion of the season, and mm. and uh, yeah, we're taking part in these games. You know, you're never really rolled over uh, with 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 a Sam team, uh, except when you're resting players. <laughs> but yeah. you, then you, you are. You remember when Allardyce used to bring teams down, and and they just be. Fucking awkward to be. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't score against them, and you couldn't. Mm. You know, every t- every time the the ball went out of play, they they delay things. And Yaskalainen was a sod for that, wasn't he? Yeah, right? yeah. Bolton, and and yet now it seems that that's now he's on our side. It just doesn't seem to happen. I think he did it initially. Uh, yeah. But it all seems to have. Uh, not that I advocate that sort of thing at all. No, I, I but, think you're right. I mean, I think you know, there's, that's that's another frustrating thing about the way things have gone is that we we do a lot of unanalyzed stuff, like mm. concede goals late mm. on in games, uh, concede goals from set pieces, yes. which we did on a regular and basis last season, and pieces. failed to score from mm. set pieces. So a lot of the things you you think, oh, at least he's going to bring that. Mm. 
no, he, he's happened. not bringing. No. Um, I mean, we have this this conversation more or less every podcast, yeah, but, we but, do. but I think that the. Uh, if, the, if a new manager were to come in, I think that there's quite a good spine of the team there uh, with with um, Noble and Kuyati in midfield. Obviously, three good central defenders plus the Canadian guy plus Burke. Uh, plus a good goal, great so, goalkeeper. You know, great good goalkeeper. goalkeeper hmm. You know, and uh, one very good fullback, and hopefully, it, I rather hang. I mean, I, I'm not quite so convinced about Jenkinson defensively, yeah. but no. certainly in as an attacking fullback. So that is, a, and they're all relatively new. And you know, if 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 we're to believe what we're told, they're in a way they're the chairman's signings rather than Sam's men, like the ex Bolton players from the from the championship period. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I'm sure Sam's given them lots of confidence, but they're you know they're professionals and they're quite young. They'll play for another manager if yeah. the other yeah. if the new manager likes them and, and thinks they're good. And I think with one good addition and get and get the rest fit. The, the strike force is potentially mm. a, a fine, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I still feel we, we're lacking in uh, a really good defensive midfielder. I, I've said that yep. for a long time. And I think we're lacking in... I mean, I know Downing did a good job in the first part of the season, but I think we're lacking in a kind of number 10. We're mm-hmm. lacking in a, a creative, yeah. a Ben Ayun, a Berkovic sort of maker of things to happen but then you need yeah. someone you know who's yeah. going to play a system or play that kind of player don't yeah. you it's well of... unfortunately in the modern game he's got to be someone who will also put 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 a shift in that's yeah. the problem yeah um, uh, uh, um, it's plus a couple of strikers surely because if Carlton leaves there is well, we 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 two players who might play 40 got, games between them we definitely need a, a, a good striker definitely mm. yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there anyone that we're after? Uh, there was a there was a little conversation on the Facebook group, uh, Jim. You pointed out earlier in the pub that sort of said, uh, um, you know, should we should we raid some of the relegated teams and get players from them yes. in order to move out Deadwood like Jarvis? Yes, <laughs> the Jim. irony of that comment was yeah. um, was quite amusing. I thought. Um, Would you illustrate the irony for the listeners? What, the, the, well, the, 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 or I could do it. well, poaching t- a player from relegated teams is exactly what How we did we got in Jarvis. signing Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the yeah, yeah, that's the point. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I mean, mean, I, I don't know if there's anyone of the you... relegated teams. Assuming perhaps that we don't hang on to uh, to, to Jenkins, and possibly even if we do, I think Trippier, uh, 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 oh, uh, Burnley is yeah. a good yeah. right back, oh, and, yeah, and, he was good and feels yeah. a sort of similar sort of player on that side to Cresswell. You know, yeah. And, yeah, a bit of energy gets up and down, beautiful crosser of a ball. Yes, um, so you know that 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 might be worth thinking about. Uh, there's no one I would want from QPR. No, no. No, um, uh, but that's on the other list, isn't it? The players we don't yeah. want. I think, what about Danny Ings? Is he really going to go to Liverpool? Well, I He's thought he Liverpool looked player, quite lively when, when Burnley came. Um, yeah. compared, I mean, a lot of people talk about him and Charlie Austin when they're mm, sort of yeah. comparing him. And from what we saw in those two games, he looked to have much more to his all-round game yeah. than Austin. They're Austin, get Austin sold, Austin, they? Uh, scored some good goals, but didn't really do much in the game against us. He looks a bit lardy, Austin. I think he's yeah. Looks a bit unfit. Looks a bit slow. Yeah, but they're both was a bit. Yeah, well, yeah. But they'd both be great players uh, for us. I think either of those players. Do you think? I'm not sure about Austin. I I, I would prefer Ings of the two. Yeah, he's he's much younger. Ings is only about 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Again, it just depends on the kind of system. The, yeah. the, you know, since, since Sam came, transfer windows are not quite as exciting as they were because you kind of, certainly for me, I kind of go, well, will they play? Will he like them? Will they fit in with their system? You know, a lot of these players have kind of just fallen by the wayside because they don't fit into 4-5-1. Or, or they're not bought by him. Or they're not bought by him, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Um, yes, uh, Leroy Fur uh, has... Leroy Fur the drop. Yes, yeah. Levi... Yeah, two, yeah. two relegations yeah. in Leroy the second season. Leroy the drop yeah. is the new Do I get relegator. a point for that? Um, do I get a... Do, no, no. no. I'm, I'm tired of the point system now. I'm oh. tired. Ooh, I, I had well. it. I had it in quarter three of the oh, podcast, okay. but as we move into the closing phases of the podcast, I've got rid of the point system. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's all. It's like yellow cards. They're all. They've all gone now. <laughs> as we move into the last part of the season, they're all. Uh, so the point system's gone now. Right. Um, yeah. So there are. Uh, yeah, Leroy Fur is the new Roger the Relegator. Yeah, us. could be worse. We could sign. We could try and sign Sean Wright Phillips for the fifth time. Yes. Yeah. Get the army back from Hull. The army back yes. from Hull. That yeah, I wonder if they will go down to replace. Song. They're looking. They're looking very, very likely to go down. Aren't yeah, they? it's shaky, isn't it? Favourites. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that third yeah. spot is uh, yeah. is uh, quite interesting, isn't it? Now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of quite an exciting little battle. That. Let's hope they don't go for any uh, if replacement centre backs. John O'Shea from Sunderland, who they were talking on the radio oh, no. on Saturday about him. Uh, Having missed only one game this season for Sunderland, that's nothing to brag about. No, given no, their form. no, no, absolutely. Um, I got a letter this week with uh, uh, this, these weird cardboard invitations to give to people with this sort of justification, you can help people the new stadium, isn't it? It's like... What's really happening is you want us to sell tickets for you, like a yes, kind of like a pyramid selling yeah. yes, scheme. Right? That, a little that, bit like that. You know, we have to have a meeting at home and yeah. make sandwiches. Yeah, and, that's, and get a flip chart out, yeah. and yeah, every one of you get two more people. Yeah. It's like a weird pyramid selling scheme. It's they, quite crazy. I think they are quite worried about get, selling those extra twenty thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they need that stadium to be full for an entire season. Yeah, yeah. If not two. For those first couple of seasons, so I think you know it's going to be great for fans. So the, you know the ticket price has been reduced so efficiently, but I think they're still going to struggle to fill that stadium. Yeah, you know, and there are indications those. I think that they they are quite worried about it. It's yeah, a huge yeah. challenge. Uh, yeah, they it'd want be great to, um, if it was full, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's a bigger yeah, club than Tottenham. Be amazing. Yeah. Um, and part of it, Chelsea. part of you thinks that, that that means that this last season, there's the sort of cautious, we have to stay in the division, we have to stay in the division. But actually, some exciting football to give some impetus into that next season, you know, seems like that's, you know, marketing 101, isn't the it? The two it's go like hand kind in of hand, though, well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. being able football. to change gears, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. That's, the, that's the issue. I don't, I don't, as I say, you know, we, we, want, we want to stay in the league and, you know, you want, to, you want to get the points to do that and that might involve being, you know, going away to top four teams and parking the bus a bit. That, yeah. that, that, everyone accepts that. But when, when you're in the situation where you are now, what, 
why not entertain people? Yeah, why not try yeah, yeah. to entertain people? Encourage your flair players. Absolutely. You know, it's like that's the... Or your youth. You know, people love to see a young player come into the side. They've enjoyed, we've enjoyed seeing Burke come into the side. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Why hasn't someone like Elliot, I don't know if he's injured or whatever, but why hasn't someone like Elliot Lee had a chance? Mm. Uh, lad, uh, Poor Poirier. Grealish at... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. look yeah. how he's revitalised yeah. them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, let get, get guy yeah, that's he's gone going to... to New York Galaxy. New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not New York. What is it? Or is he going to LA Galaxy? I can't Cosmos. remember. New York Cosmos. New York. He's going to the same one that Gerard's going to. Isn't that the? Is that LA Galaxy? No, it's not. No, no. I think it's New York Cosmos or something, isn't it? But he's Canadian, isn't he? It's all. He's an American. Let, no, he's an American. Yeah, he's yeah, American. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's going there. It's all soccer. So who do we want to be really the next manager it. then, presuming that the inevitable is going to happen? Oh. Well, Moyes has apparently said, ruled himself out, so according to the... That always reports. means ruling himself in, mm. I mm. think. That's Could more do. worrying. Ah, OK. There was, uh, there was talk of Laudrup being available in the summer, wasn't there? Michael Laudrup? Yes, yeah. That's interesting. I would, I would be quite interested in that proposition. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've got uh, a proposition. Go on. Uh, Roberto Martinez. Yeah. I think he's a progressive manager, a uh, very dull club. Uh, he, and Lukaku is going to go. Uh, I, and I think he's got some great ideas and can really motivate a team. I think he could do a fantastic job. Uh, that would be a step forward. I'd, I'd be warm to that, that um, uh, suggestion. Mm. I'd love to see him at the club. I don't yeah, think I, I like him. I don't think he'd come. I like him, yeah. yeah. They haven't got much money, Everton, have they? No. they um, that's why I proposed it. Yeah, there's one of those, uh, either last season, I think it was probably last season, where um, uh, Ken Wright just came out very honestly and said, we don't have much money this year. And uh, there was, you know, gnashing of teeth in, their, in, in amongst their followers. And, uh, but actually, they sort of had a kind of OK season in the yeah. end. But oh. they spent a lot on Lukaku, didn't they? Yeah. Million. But why, why can you not have a lot of money if you're in the Premier League now when you've got £70 million guaranteed from TV rights alone? That's a complete fallacy. Service. Every club has got a huge amount of money to buy players. Well, servicing debts or... Wages. Servicing debts. don't have a, a, an un, a, a crippling debt. Well, or trying not to accrue bigger debts like Arsenal, who, yeah. you know, invested in the stadium. And they, you know, were very tight with their purse strings, though... Uh, you know, apparently in recent years, Wenger now refuses to spend the money they they're offering. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. conditioned that into being very mean. Yeah, yeah. I think I think though that perhaps the whole thing about West Ham this year is a, to sell it to a good, great progressive manager would be one season, champ, uh, Olympic Stadium, fifty five thousand, second largest attendance in London. Uh, they'll almost certainly follow on some inward investment from uh, the Middle East. Mm. You know the opportunity for a manager is, is a, it could be it's a really big selling point. And I think perhaps that's why the whole thing is just is drifting. They have got the plan B. You'd hope so, You'd wouldn't hope you? So, yeah. I mean, well, I, it's I, a great, I, great pitch. To, you know, it sounds, to a manager, like, I sounds like I'm yeah. you know an, uh, just on an anti Allardyce role. But but I think I did write on one of the sort of you know threads on the Facebook page that hang on. Every year, 17 managers keep their team in the Premier League. This sort of notion mm. that there's just sort of one man has the sort of the, the safest possible hands to year after year keep you in the top flight is, is sort of errant, really. I mean, I think, I think if, you, if you have, if you've freshened your squad sufficiently and sort of 
you know, I think I think partly the the problem with Villa this year is there's a lot of people who've been playing together for quite a few years there now, and they just needed like that kid that's come into the team has sort of energised them, and a, you know there was a little bit of new manager effect with Sherwood as well. But I think I think you do these days for some reason have to freshen a bit, and for some reason players cannot motivate themselves as well as they used to, which is probably because they they're like millionaires at 20 right, and could, could conceivably retire um, so so you know I think with a bit of just sensible investment no, players having a good core already having a good defence having a good defence and that's what we do have we've got three good centre backs possibly I five think, decent ones. yeah I mean I think to be, to, 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 to be fair I think the, the, the real essence of that I mean that argument has been kind of sort of overplayed hasn't it I think you're right about that but the essence of that argument was if you are going to get rid of Allardyce upgrade you must move you must uh, you know that you've got to remember the Rhoda thing yeah but um, I mean the thing about Moyes is people are going that would be a side sideward step but it feels me simply because of now well it would be in the last few weeks Sam's absolutely stubborn I will not attack the other team's goal thing has become like psychotic uh, and, and you know you know that sort of Moyes does believe in trying to get the ball in the other team's net, even though he is pragmatic and stuff like that. Sam has become, you know, stubbornly entrenched in a position where he, he, he counts a small amount of chances in a game as a lot of chances that we fail to convert. He, he says what we must do is get more clean sheets. When we have enough clean sheets and we don't concede many goals, we are simply not scoring enough at the other end. Identifying the problem as, you know, lack of clean sheets is now becoming, for me, sort of insane. Insane. And, and I think Moyes, although similar to Allardyce, probably does have a more of an attacking, you know, realise that the rules of football involve scoring more goals than the other team. I don't know about that. I, 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 don't, I suppose I've really watched watched his teams enough, really. I, well, we liked uh, them with Arteta um, and Cahill, didn't we? He's flirted we with relegation good. enough times with Everton yeah. as well, hasn't he? He has, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. It's just inspiring, though, is I think mm. it was a general conclusion. I, don't, I think if you're going to change... You change. Then you I think change. What is, what is, what is demanded, what I feel, feel the kind of fans are demanding, what we, what we, what we hope for is a, is, a, is a change of style and approach yeah. to a more progressive, to a more attacking style of play. But you've got to get someone in who's also going to, mm. you know, going to have the capability to organise the defence as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I, Martinez would be, is, is not a bad shout in that no. direction. I don't sort of subscribe to that. There's a, there's a little bit of a feeling about sort of marquee managers and, and sort of big, big sort of names. And, and, and well, I sort of come, think that... They won't come, but also I think they, if they have a, you know, achieved a, a level where they're way up the pecking order, they're at a club that's got lots and lots and lots of money. Or playing in the Champions League already. Yeah, so because they've got lots and lots and lots of money. Oh, yeah, sack. that's right. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, they've got to... Benitez, be... Benitez doesn't inspire me, the whole idea of Benitez. No, no, well, he is someone who... He's a, he's a serious pragmatist, he's played, and he's managed at a very, very high level, so it would be a big drop But he's down, also someone who, who is a, self of, a self-avowed, um, you know, claimant of having lots of money to spend on players. Yeah. He had a huge amount of money to spend on players at Liverpool, and towards the end was claiming that they didn't give him enough money to spend on players. Mm. Absolutely claiming, 
I don't have enough money to spend on players when he had spent 229 yeah, yeah, million yeah, yeah, to spend. Yeah. And that, we can't have a manager like that because yeah. we don't have that money. He on might the get other, the best um, out of Mourinho my ego. Sorry? He comes, might get the best out of my ego <laughs> when, when he, he comes, comes back, back from on his loan. Um, on the other sort of end of the scale, could we be the next sort of, could we be the, the next big project for uh, an Eddie Howe or a Mark Warburton? You know, a young, yeah. young um, you know, hungry English manager who've, who've got a very good track record at small clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, too, too that, risky. That's too risky. Too risky. Yeah. Too risky. How, how is the best choice of, of those two? And he's not going to come right now, is he? He's going to come and see Bournemouth. If he keeps Bournemouth up. Yeah, that'll be some feat. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it would. Um, well, they're likely to have Carlton Cole playing up front for the next season. Probably, yeah. If he keeps yeah. Bournemouth up with Carlton Cole playing up front, yeah, that, that would be an incredible achievement. <laughs> but Carlton could go and do a job in the Championship, couldn't he? I sort of think Nolan. Yeah. I think that would be a great move for Nolan yeah, is to go yeah, and bring would. another team up it out of the Championship. Just that you know his captaincy is is great. You know, and, Preston. Uh, Yep, Preston. I mean, you know, just well, if they teams. don't, if they don't get up, you know, an Ipswich or a Norwich or something like that, you, yeah. know, you could see him with Mick McCarthy at Ipswich. For Absolutely. Example, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, Everton at the weekend. Uh, two more games to go: Everton and Newcastle. <sighs> we could possibly talk about both of them very quickly, uh, yes. and then uh, it might just be down to predictions because I think we. Um, do you think he'll play in NA from the start? I think he might. I think he oh, might. I don't think, think he might. Not. No, I don't think he will. No, no, no. no. Why, why would he? Well, he, he looked really good when he came on and we played 4-4-1-1. Four, exactly. four, one, one. <laughs> yes, yeah. And actually, That's the reason kind of like, yeah. uh, he's, if he's got any... If he, unless he's completely given up, he wants th- to try and save his job, he would the, do that. The, the, the notion of a player being good and therefore should have a start is a little bit uh, dated now with the as you were saying, Phil, about having three substitutions. Yeah. The, the concept of the impact sub is, a, you know, is, is, is there to be used, and, and Nene is a, a typical of, of, mm, of an impact mm. sub, I would say. Not that, we've, not that we've had much of a chance to see that, and I think Allardyce has that in mind for him as, yeah. as, as his role rather than starting. But it would be nice to see him start. But, but a West Ham United 4-5-1, apart from the championship has always been a low-scoring proposition. And at home, you know, because of what the midfield is like, not because of what the one guy on his own is like. It's like, you know, Chelsea can play Diego Costa on his own up front, not just because he's Diego Costa, but because of the players behind him, you know, who are going to create and score. And we've, you know, with... You know, last season with sort of this amorphous, we've talked about this kind of five-man midfield with Nolan, Noble, and sort of Diarmi, sort of occupying these sort of middle positions, but with no clear remit. Two guys stuck on the wing to sort of cross to someone who's not a natural it, header of the ball. It's too slow. On, you know, on Saturday, the lack of movement ahead of the ball, the lack of... I mean, Valencia works hard, and mm. uh, but he's, you know, he's, he's not suited to that lone no, striker no, role. No, And, um, you know, it, it, it's just so... You just, never, it's so frustrating to watch, isn't it? Because the mm, ball mm. doesn't get shifted quickly. Mm. People don't... You know, it, we're slow no. of thought. And, yeah, we're yeah. not as slow and, as last season, though. No, but if Nolan starts on Saturday, I shall... Mm. I should be very cross. I, I, I suspect a song and Nene will start. I just think Nene was miles better than... And Malfortana had a pretty poor game. And then started getting involved in... Well, he was lucky oh, to stay on the pitch again. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got yeah. this kind of odd Te- weird mentality where, you know, the, the, there's the West Brom 
sending off. He was could easily have got sent off for that little yeah. kind of silly little kick. Thing. What do we think? Uh, so, what do we think the outcome might be on Saturday? Uh, Everton are, a bit of a bogey they're team. They're a bogey team. Horrible. I think we'll lose one nil. Yes, one nil. Mm. Rob, I think um, uh, one all draw, perhaps. Yeah. I'm going to go for a wild two-all draw. Mm. I'm going to go for nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the best Probably a pretty good bet, Very briefly, Newcastle, maybe well, just scores. Well, I think I'm going to go to that, and it, uh, be, it would be lovely to go there uh, with you know, them really needing something to, to stay up and to you know, really stick it to them. That would be beautiful. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen, is no. it? They're going to be no. safe... Uh, and we will just kind of roll over and, and just lose. Lose. One nil. Yeah. Lose. Yeah, they'll have an end of season staying up party. Yeah, yeah. Expense. What do you think the score might be? 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. Yeah. Rob? Yeah, I, I, a lot depends on whether they need anything, but they've got QPR next, haven't they? So yeah. you'd imagine they'll get the point or yeah, points yeah. they need to, to stay Probably up. Probably a point. They don't need much. They don't need much, do they? Um, yeah, I think they'll beat us. Uh, yep. Just just because they've got a higher level of motivation, so yeah, uh, one nil or two one perhaps two one two one one nil mm. three nil <laughs> three nil to Newcastle to Newcastle uh, yeah 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 oh, all right uh, let that what a happy uh, note to finish yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well it's let's, a bit, um, bit you know, it's, it's hard to get upbeat about it is you know, it is the last yeah. few weeks so. Um, if you want to get upbeat, come and meet Phil Parks. Yes, that's absolutely. The, that's absolutely. A, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man Mountain West Ham legend. It'll be the 28th, which is a Thursday, the 28th of May, at the Albany, Great Portland Street. Uh, tickets are an insultingly cheap amount of money uh, at live.westhampodcast.com. Uh, .com and see the show. Uh, live.westhampodcast.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably all you need to know. All the links to our apps, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes are at westhampodcast.com, uh, which is very similar to where the live, live thing mm. is. But that's branding. That's branding. It is. Um, so that's it for me. My name is Phil Wheelers. We're moving Jim Grant. Cheerio. Rob Banks. Goodbye. Pete Ward. Good evening. Come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.